0: Space podcast, third space, podcast, third space, podcast. Third space podcast. hello and welcome to the third space podcast episode number 48 Robo Boobaloops, a title coined by Daniel in this episode mind your morals returns this time we discuss strip clubs kind of a risque topic uh, might make some people a little uncomfortable but i think we handled it delicately enough uh we cover the, the the normal bases that you might expect regarding the moral issues around strip clubs and then toss in a couple of interesting things at the end that are a little wacky so hope you enjoy and take it away Third space podcast Third space, podcast, Third space podcast.
1: Podcast, space, 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 I messed space, up. Dang it. I podcast. knew you were going to be right
0: behind
1: me. Oh, beautiful. You, you, I, uh, you're powerful. You just kept pulling it through. And I I knew you were going to be behind me. I knew there's a slight delay. And yet I just couldn't handle breaking. Ne- next time I'm going to get it right.
0: That's okay. Well, I figured, you know, we got to top the AI in some way. AI has doesn't have pipes like this, baby. <laughs>
1: artificial pipes ain't
0: human pipes dang straight yeah yo so i had an experience recently uh i went on a bachelor party trip to vegas not to vegas oh i thought that's where Uh,
1: bachelor party trips happen uh nashville no No, that's bachelorette trips i think is that what happens in nashville yeah i
0: think that's just what they do it's a bunch of bachelorette trips I didn't know that. No, this was uh, to uh, Saint Augustine, Florida. Um, it was a lot of fun, but <clears throat> I don't want to talk about the bachelor this bachelor trip in particular. But on this bachelor trip, the topic of strip clubs was broached. Now, strip clubs are a uh, quintessential bachelor trip thing. Um, right. At least there, it's a stereotypical thing, right? Whenever you see on TV bachelor parties like on the Office. There's a bachelor thing, and they order the stripper, right? And uh, Popping
1: out of a cake, maybe. I don't know, but you're right. There's something like about the, the the let's be wild, and like, ah, it's the last time you're single, which doesn't fully bear a lot of scrutiny, but, you know, yeah, it's just <laughs> well, sort that's of ex- like, ah.
0: That's, that's exactly the thing, right? So these it's a thing that seems to go together. So anyway, I just happened to be thinking about strip clubs because of this, and, you know, this was a, a, a bachelor party where it's, you know, a friend of mine about to get married, and, you know, the, the people that were at the party, some were married, and some were in relationships, and some were single, and you know, I was just thinking, like, this is, you know, if if a strip club were a thing that was going to happen here, what are the moral ramifications of that? So I, I started thinking about this in terms of a mind your morals, which is, I guess, what we're about to jump into. Ah, kind of, maybe kind of a... Strips. Stripper stuff. Stripper Mind, stuff. Your Mind your morals.
1: Edgy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Boobalooba Boobies.
0: Um, yeah. Assess the morality of boobies, please.
1: Um, <laughs> there, real quick aside, there's yeah. a, a, some sort of dumb little game where you take every vowel in your name and you just replace it with O-O-B. And, and so <laughs> Danielle is doob noob boobaloob. <laughs> and I love it.
0: <laughs> that is really funny.
1: <laughs> because yeah, I do noob boobaloob and I call her that maybe like once a month.
0: Doob noob boobaloob. And uh, and
1: then boobaloobies is kind of an offshoot of that if I talk about boobs. So just folding you into that. Has she considered
0: has she considered an official name change just because, you know, you're you're Daniel and she's Danielle and that gets confusing, so is she considered like you know, that's Changing a it's a, little little a bit.
1: viable and boobaloob. and I'm doob doobnubooble but but boobaloob like so much better. Yeah. It really
0: adds a lot up to the end.
1: <laughs> I know. I'm glad you like it. I never I never thought to share it because it's just really dumb. It's like one of these Facebook pairs. that like, <laughs> find out your your stripper name. If you, I don't know, like that's not but the stripper like, names. So it was not that way. It was not, yeah, Her
0: stripper name would definitely be Danny with an I. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No question. Yours too. Yep, so that would yep, be a very um, confusing strip. <laughs> Danny
1: um, man, man Dan- Danny. I don't know something to masculine, manny masculine. The manny Danny. <laughs> uh, um, not, somehow not manly.
0: <laughs> very very not manly. Um, uh,
1: manny Danny. So it's
0: masculine. <laughs> so yeah. all right. So, so strip so, clubs. <laughs> strip clubs. So yeah. I'll, a little edgy, you could say it's a little edgy but I, I think that maybe it's a thing that collectively we don't actually think about the morality of really much uh, anymore. It's just kind of you know a thing we all know it exists. they strip clubs exist, strippers exist, people go to strip clubs and you know it's just not a battle a moral battle that's waged anymore.
1: Um, I mean maybe on the individual level so it's yeah, like absolutely. there are people that don't go would say uh, like and whether they say it or not it's probably some some moral reason and then the ones that do almost feel edgy like uh, like they're, they're just morally uptight you know could be probably, could be yeah. that's my that's what I guess anyway but 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 the point is that no one's like protesting strip clubs or no, trying to get they're just they're, they accept that as part of the cultural fabric right. of like our society
0: yeah. and and yeah and uh, mind your morals, you know, it's not a call for widespread protest or anything. It's just an examination of a particular issue. You try to think about, try to take yourself maybe out of the situation and examine it as neutrally as possible. And then, it, then it's okay to inject yourself back in and, you know, give your own personal moral takes. And then usually I try to have some more outlandish situations that I throw in to really poke at the <coughs> bounds of your morals. Um. And, and see why you why you think something is right or wrong. So I figured we could do that with strip clubs. Yeah. So starting right off, I uh, just want to ask broadly, is the very existence of strip clubs moral or, or immoral? I guess particularly immoral. Um, okay.
1: I'll so, run with that, I
0: suppose. This, so
1: you're not even starting with like, what are my thoughts on strip clubs? But I like, I kinda this, like, this this kind of this help, will help, help me. This yeah, kind of yeah. is
0: that question. I mean, at the broadest level, no weird situations. Just a typical establishment owned by someone hiring you know attract a hopefully attractive young women and mostly men come and give them money to take off their clothes. And that's essentially what a strip club is. unless I've got something terribly wrong.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess that there's like male strip clubs and stuff, but really, what we're saying with strip clubs, there's a pretty clearly you're just we're just going with the general strip club and like what we've accepted, and it's just, you know every town's got one kind of thing. Yeah. Um, um, okay, well, let me think about that. So, so,
0: so maybe it, m- sorry, uh, maybe just to structure structure your thoughts on this. There are three kind of three three different perspectives you can look at it from the the stripper angle. So, is it moral for the women? themselves to be strippers, from the patron angle, is it moral for people to visit these establishments and pay? And then, kind of from the business angle, is it moral for someone to open a strip club and pay, you know, hire young women to 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 do this job? It's kind of three three pronged. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, I'll I'll start with just some very high level, like okay, businesses or exchange of goods and services and um as far as a societal structure built on freedom of choice and action and all of that like and it's all consensual there doesn't seem to be an immediate glaring moral issue that like people willingly participate in these this exchange and of course there's going to be like individual objections to like i don't think I want my people or who I am associated with such things. But like, and maybe that's how it came to be sort of accepted. Like if you value freedom, like you like, in some ways there's like, there's like, I guess <laughs> there's a, the less like a side of town that has like pawn shops and neon signs and tattoo parlors and potentially strip clubs. Of course, there's high level strip clubs that are more almost like clubs with, with naked women in them. But, but, like, there's this, what, like, would be labeled maybe un- less, like, the un- unsavory side of things. But they exist, you know. No one's trying to say you can't have a pawn shop or you can't have a tattoo parlor. So, clearly, there's things that people, like, object to on the individual level. But maybe they have a hard time justifying why those can't, if, if consenting adults come together. And there's no, like, clear harm, like, say, drugs that call, can cause people to, you know, like selling drugs is a different argument. You could say, "Oh, these are consensual people," but like drugs do something. There's a ripple effect that's really that you can just trace explicitly. Um, and so, from that just that angle, I don't see uh, a particular issue. What I will say is, is from a cultural and business standpoint, I get kind of uncomfortable about the power dynamics uh that exist um mm-hmm. and what i mean by that is that like we i mean i guess there's a sort of feminist take that would say all right like women are empowered to do what they want and if they want to strip and take men's money like more power too than they've used they're using their like god-given abilities and like they're able to like get their money and good for them and there's confidence and rah-rah woman empowerment. Um, I I give serious pause to that argument uh, because the flip side is that men are like, you will do what I want if I pay you enough. I'll make it worth it. And you can make a lot of money as a stripper, from my understanding. And <laughs> the reason is because like... It, if women's bodies are valuable then and then they have and then like men are like well then name the price and i'll make it happen and i'll get to kind of indulge my own whims and desires because i have the money and i will <clears throat> i will just like serve myself through your body and like you name the haha like You you put a price tag on yourself and I'll buy it, (laughs) haha. And there's that is really icky, and the fact that that's institutionally just sort of accepted. So you walk into a strip club in which we just have a culture that says like, yeah, like we can put price tags on women's bodies and exchange good. Like it's not, it doesn't feel like an exchange of goods and services when it's that intimate and that personal. Um, And I guess you could make there's another argument of well, is it that personal, you know? But I'm gonna for the sake (laughs) That's a whole another discussion, but but I'm saying yes. There's something deeply intimate about like uh, about our bodies and sharing them with others. And so with that position that like sex or sexualization is is a fairly like we should safeguard that for people we care about. If you monetize that, uh, and we just have a society that seems to be okay with that, it seems really troublesome to me. And then I will also say that, like, I don't, like, ah, well, I'm losing my train of thought. Are you buying what I'm saying and uh, putting yeah. down a little bit? You're just kind of yeah, letting I'm, me talk. You're not giving me as much verbal feedback as typically. You're just letting me go. I'm just listening. I'm just listening.
0: That's all. Like, all right, so you laid out two two arguments that kind of, that they're a little bit mutually exclusive, or at least you're you're teasing out two different sides of what I think is maybe the most, the most pressing argument about strip clubs, just generally. Um, one is, well. Inf- go ahead. One is freedom, right? We consenting adults, people can do what they want, even if it's harmful to them or, or sorry, I shouldn't say it that way, even if it doesn't produce the best outcomes uh, for them or others, as long as it's not directly harming. And I guess we put some quotes around that word because we don't know exactly what that means. As long as it's not directly harming uh, someone, then it's okay for consenting adults. That that argument you hear all the time with regards to all kinds of things. Then the other the other flip side argument that you that you kind of touched on is, I mean, our bodies are very personal. It's very personal exposing our bodies. There's something that feels strange about that because that's supposed to be something that's only done maybe in an intimate setting or with a select group of people and to to do it for something as base as money seems like a violation of something maybe maybe deeper and these two things I don't think can live together uh, exactly and that's exactly the kinds of questions that I wanted to examine because I I think that's really interesting
1: right and I don't buy that like again it kind of goes back to the the I would say the feminist argument of like women empowerment, you know, like they should be able to make their choices. But I think that there's the reason I would say that's a naive argument in this particular case is that like rich, beautiful women, well-adjusted educated aren't saying, Oh, like I will strip to empower myself. So it's, so we live in a culture that is, is accepted this thing as a norm And if for a second we suspend and say, what if it's not, shouldn't be normalized? What if it is dangerous? Um, And, and that seems backed by the evidence of like, you got to charge like it's got to be, make, make it worth your while. I've got, I really am sacrificing my body here. I'm giving it over to other people. So you really do need to pay me a lot. And that means that like, like low mm. women in lower socioeconomic status, like they're more a- attracted to the qu- the quick cash. Right. So, and they, and they, and they, maybe they're so, and not just socioeconomic, but like maybe their life is a wreck for a lot of reasons. And like, this is a, a way to like, so I, I'm trying to gently say that like, and it's very provocative, maybe the most provocative thing I've said on this podcast, but I have a hard time thinking of, Someone who's positioned really well who just thinks, I'd love to strip. So, again, it's the power dynamics issue, or like something's off kilter. Now, there's a lot of things that could be off kilter, but like, so, so what I'm saying is it, 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 that is abuse when you take advantage of someone who is off in a particular, in some way or another. Now, I guess you could say we're all off in some way or another, whatever, but like, I'm saying that this is, this is preying upon that and saying, I'll throw money at you to dig. Like to, yeah. I'm not prepared to say degrade, but I am to to say like, go against, like or like to like to engage in a transaction and engage in intimacy, but that's not you know like manufactured intimacy. So like it, 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 yeah.
0: I think I'll go there. I'll say degrade. I mean that's my opinion. Um, I do think it's degrading. Uh, Look, I'm trying to imagine a world um, in
1: which it doesn't have a lot lots of cost to you, uh, and it it would have anyway.
0: To imagine exactly. Um, but like you, you made the, uh, the, the, the feminist, uh, empowerment claim there. And, you know, I, I think that that's a common, a common claim for multiple things, not just stripping, but I don't think I don't buy it. And m- maybe for an analogy, you, you would say, oh, it's, uh, it's child empowerment to let them have whatever candy they want, you know, like sometimes sometimes being able to exert our will without limitations isn't actually good for us in the long run. And it's necessary to have someone, in the child's case, a parent, say, no, you can't gorge yourself on candy. There are better ways to, you know, live your life. And I think with res- with respect to strip clubs, that's kind of what happened, you know, up until, you know, our modern, our modern era where we started to... You know, Maybe maybe our moral fabric got frayed a little bit. We said, you know, there are some things that just aren't, uh, aren't aren't conducive to good life outcomes. And maybe being a stripper is one of those things. And so, you know, again, this is a question of morality and not legality. I think it might be interesting to discuss the topic of legality. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm suggesting that perhaps there is a societal interest, and even for the individuals, an interest in having there be some kind of moral taboo against uh, against stripping. Although I hear your your situation of someone kind of down on their luck, you know, I hear that. I'm not. I'm not sure that. Again, I'm not sure that stripping is the best. Uh, the best path to rectify that, though. but it's
1: most appealing to them, right? The person who maybe doesn't see all of life's options, whether it's education or or, or isn't having access to a lot of things, it's most appealing, and that's why it's mm-hmm. the most. Uh, <clears throat> that's why it's the most abusive, I guess, is that yes, or yeah. or predatory or whatever is that, because it's young women too that like. Right. So if you're you know eighteen to twenty five would be my guess would be the prime age for stripping would. Like that, that's a pretty young person, you know, like that's just like, and yes, they're eyes, they're adults in the eyes of the law. I just, if it's usually someone with like limited options, I mean, I guess I don't know all the statistics about that. And I wish we had like a feminist like on here so that we can steel man the argument, you know, because I feel like
0: I'm a feminist.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> but like, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> um, and I don't mean to frame it. I'm actually I'm framing it like <clears throat> maybe like I'm trying to protect strippers or whatever, but I don't or like my, but well, it's not that it's I not mean, that I'm pitying. I'm just saying that this situation is frustrating. Like, shame on the man for exploiting, and and shame on the woman for for like. Trying to spin it as if, well, I'm actually the one getting the better end of the deal. Like, that's not intellectually honest to me. Mm-hmm. And then shame on the culture for going, well, freedom consenting comes adults. at a cost. Uh, yeah, consenting adults. So I'm going to absol- absolve myself of like, you know, of all of this and just say, I'm going to relegate you, maybe like make it tough to put it in areas of town that I can afford and live in. And so I don't have to ever look at what the mess that you are, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like that's what I think happens.
0: Um, there's also a component too, that you made me think of, uh, outside of the, the moral impact on, you know, the, the, the particular dancer, stripper, whatever and the patron, it's that these establishments are, well, they're temptation traps, right? And so if we're a society that at least nominally values um, loyalty and uh, in monogamy or at least being honest in a relationship, then these are these are temptation traps, right? These are things that could potentially degrade that those values. Um, and so there's a, a more abstract moral danger in their presence. Does that make sense? So
1: yes, but like I'm trying to think of pornography and whether that would be—you'd make the exact same argument about that. And Could, if you feel you? consistently the same,
0: yeah, I, I don't see why you—I don't see why you couldn't make the same argument for that. Yeah,
1: too. are these almost completely analogous in, in everything that we're saying? The the the. Exploitative nature of it and all the same things.
0: I mean, I think you could make the argument that strip clubs are morally worse Because they are they take uh, um, Let's see, I'm trying to think of it. I'll I'll just say the phrase affirmative action. I don't mean it in the common phrase I mean (laughs) you have to decide to actually go there and participate and you're in person getting all of your sensory uh, information rather than you know, if you're just watching porn then I could see someone digitized. Yeah, screen. digitized. Yeah. I could see someone abstracting it away into not mattering because it's not real. Whereas in a strip club, it's it is real. You're there in person, um, and and I would also it's imagine too. It's a one too, to one or if you asked, one to a dozen. If you <laughs> yeah. asked most wives or girlfriends which which they would consider cheating more, um, if their husband watched uh, a porn video or if their husband you know went and got a lap dance. You know, I'm I'm sure most of them would say the lap dance is worse, don't you think?
1: I think that's pretty safe to say that that would be the general perception, and I agree. Like, there's something like, like you're introducing real-world physicality, the real person. It's you and the person. So, yeah.
0: Let me ask another question, um, just to kind of try to give the strip club some credit here. So let me just I'll, I'll try this out on you. Is there any countervailing moral benefit? To the artistic aspects of the strip club, uh, the choreography, maybe the athleticism, <laughs> or the the you know in a fancy strip club, I'm imagining they have like lots of disco balls and lights, and you know it's it's almost like a show, right? Is there any is there any artistic merit that could be enough to overcome the moral qualms you have with maybe the the degradingness or the power yeah. dynamics or any of that stuff? So,
1: no, <laughs> but <laughs> okay, but, no, no, but I will. No, I want to examine it a little more as I do to say, is there artistic merit? Yes. Is there a lot of artistic merit? Possibly. Yes. I mean, just no doubt. Um But people don't say, do you want to go to the strip club to see this heck of a like like <laughs> dance or, or like, you know, like the choreography, like all of that. And yeah. so they might even come back more often if you have more girls that are performing at a higher quality like the dance they, they, they know what they're doing there's confidence but every single move whether it's hanging upside down on the strip pole or tying a knot in a che- or cherry stem or, or i don't know whatever like like sexy things Does it, but do like they do the, that at strip clubs i don't actually that doesn't make really yeah like you know i picture their their bartenders and that's just what they do when they put the cherry <laughs> okay. in your drink like they just right, lick right. your drink and stuff like i, don't, I think so yeah <laughs> Or <laughs> they shower on stage or oh, whatever. They all have gimmicks, I'm sure, right? They have to have like, it's almost like pro wrestling where you have a silly gimmick and it's your thing. Like you're a cowgirl or something, or yeah, you're yeah, te- yeah. naughty teacher or whatever. Right. So, and you might, Manny like, Danny. and your name. Manny, and you a Manny name. Danny,
0: the naughty teacher. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, I expect that the quality of the dancing as it but it has to be related to being sexual and a turn on like if you got someone who was better uh in terms of choreography they were tighter in that regard but somehow but the choreography wasn't as sexual as someone who was kind of crappy at dancing but like really could still make it super sexual I think the like the 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 reason that the space is attractive is they would be they would gravitate toward the the more sexy one. So it's only in its relationship to sexy, and that's why I'm saying this is all about.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, getting off. So right. so at, like. And I'm, see, sure, what, uh, yeah. that, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure there's some cognitive dissonance that goes on and say, "Well, yeah. I also just like respect my craft and I'm going to do a good job and take care of my body and find some benefits in it because there are side benefits. Like you work there, you make a. There's a lot of benefits to being a stripper. Quick money, lots of money. Um, yeah, you stay in shape. Incentive to do all of that. Um, potential confidence building. Uh, like short term, I would probably argue, mm-hmm. but like, um, and like i I actually would have picture that strippers have a sisterhood that's pretty damn strong, you know, uh, because they are like at war with the world in so many ways. They are feel judged and defensive, so they're backed up against the wall. So they understand each other, and they are the ones like, like, so they are together. They're in it, and uh, so I, so I like. Yeah, I can just picture. That's not actually. I mean, it's a product of something really negative, right? Like they're 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 being judged. There's all so much weight, but that's also going to form some quick bonds. Like you walk, especially if you know, if you're a stripper, I'm imagining a story now. I mean, I don't want to get, but like, like, and they've walked in, this is the third strip club and they know how to strip and they can identify the other strippers, the good ones, you know, versus the ones that aren't in it for the long run or the one that's too unstable. Like they're all a little unstable, but this one's way too unstable. You know, you can identify. And, and I just, so I just picture like, uh, you learn a lot about the world because you're in a tough, situation but it's also going to like paint your image of men probably irrevocably
0: yeah certainly yeah i I think you made a, a an important point maybe it seems obvious but like like you said there's some cognitive dissonance because maybe there's the temptation to say oh no this is an art form and you know i'm not it's not sexual exact that's not why I do I mean, it. That's laughable to actually I think say it's that. Laughable. Yeah, it
1: is. It's just a, if they try to play that as the byproduct, either, yes, either it's sexual. Men, but...
0: Either the men or the women. You know, it's kinda like saying, you know, I read Playboy for the articles. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's not gonna fly. If you say I go to the strip yeah, watch club, to for the watch plot, the yeah. The dancing. You know. Yeah. Or yeah, I'm a stripper because, you know, I'm a really good choreographer. You know, that's none of that is gonna fly. It is sexual. And that's why, you know, this, these kinds of men that patronize strip clubs go to strip clubs and not like Broadway shows or something. Like, I mean, there are Broadway shows with nudity. And, right. you know, that's not the same thing. Like, that's a difference. Uh, yeah, yeah, know, definitely. In kind. Um, and you don't see the same kinds of men flocking to. Broadway shows that you do. i would be like, yeah, that's clubs.
1: it. You go to Broadway for the art, and there happens to be boobaloo loobies Whereas you go to you go to strip clubs for the boobaloo loobies and there, and there might, might, happen might happen to be, to be some
0: be art choreography, right? Exactly. Um, and so, like, I think that, but since we've established, or I think we've made a pretty good case that it, it's all about the sexual nature of it, then you know, if you're going to ask the question of morality, then you have to have to ask the question: Is there anything immoral about broadly uh exposing your you know your sexuality or uh, their ties to promiscuity right like is is there something inherently immoral about uh broadening your sexual interactions that's that's really the root of the question i think for the common strip club case um think that's kind of what we've hit on a little bit and
1: i want to stress that like where i get what makes me a little bit sad is is i'm trying to be both intellectually honest and recognize this is low hanging fruit but what like in terms of like like judging the stripper for trivializing the seriousness of intimacy and stuff but what i actually get mad at for the reasons i was telling you about like i really do believe that someone in the stripper world is like largely dispossessed in some way or another and yeah. trying to fast track to normality and they've somehow done a, I think a miscalculation in that this will serve them well and I pity that I actually pity that and that might sound really whatever like judge me all you want I but I f- feel for them and so my frustration I don't I'm not like I do not feel mad or at them or judgy if there's real frustration it's like I am frustrated at the men. Like it's like the men, like for for like requesting it, uh, demanding it, whatever. Like for for the power position they've created. That kind of goes back to my they've create. They're like, I want this. Name your price. There is a subset of women that will do this. Great. Let's like. turn this into an industry and like that like screw you like so i have a hard time like i don't know i just well it seems
0: like i go back to this every every episode now but the easy path right like that i just lose a lot of respect for people who choose the easy path and both in our scenario that we're playing out both the men and the women are doing that right the women are taking the easy path because they are just saying you know i don't i don't need to put in the effort to pursue some more noble uh pursuit that doesn't you know potentially degrade me i'll take this easy path and i'll make a lot of money really quickly and maybe along the way i'll feel empowered you know some people are telling me i will so i'll you know I'll latch on to that and then from the male perspective it's the same way right like i'm not actually going to put in the effort to be committed to someone or earning someone's respect or whatever i'm just going to go to a strip club and get my sexual gratification for you know for some money, uh, and then I can leave, uh, and, and that's it. So both of them are, are are easy path, which I don't respect very much.
1: Can we examine why, uh, being like, I guess promiscuous would, uh, or is promiscuous strictly for sex or is it really like, can it be like, does this fit? Like strippers are promiscuous. Is that a fair fair statement? Like, uh, like, Anyway,
0: um, yeah, I'm not, I don't know, like, I think, I don't think definitionally, yes, <laughs> but I think those things probably correlate a lot. I, I would say promis- promiscuity is sleeping around, like it's having sex with lots of okay. different people. So maybe there's some chaste stripper who doesn't sleep around, but that's not, uh, I mean, obviously, they're, <laughs> they're sexual I just I want to really examine the
1: degrading component like why we're kind of just we're saying that it is because we're we're not challenging the assumption that sex should be reserved for or or that like nude even like just sexually intimate acts including like taking off your clothes and sexualizing yourself and all of that like why should that be reserved uh I mean do, does it get harder to defend when you take it to this level?
0: Um, does it get harder to defend not not taking off your clothes and showing your body to lots of people? Yeah, yeah,
1: like if someone just said, "Hey, look, you're you're calling it degrading and you're citing the reasoning is because you are you're sort of screwing up intimacy." I, I don't think it does. It doesn't screw up intimacy, you know? Uh, there are ways there there are people that have perfectly happy relationships that have been strippers and, yeah, I'm sure, and look, porn I, stars and all of that. Yeah, so. I
0: don't have the data at hand. I would be willing to bet any sum of money that, uh, that proportionally strippers, porn stars, OnlyFans people, all of that have worse life outcomes than than people who don't. Um, maybe you could say, oh, there are there there exists a stripper who. Has it together mentally and ended up with a nice family life or you know, whatever happy outcome you want yeah. to put in that place. I'm sure there is one, maybe two, um, and you know you could you could say that for porn stars too. But on the whole, um, proportionally, I'm I would be willing to bet that's that's not. And the case. I
1: tend to agree with you, but it kind of gets circular because if sure. someone if else you want, said, "Well, look, I if don't... you
0: want a if you want a more." a more A to B argument point to point rational instead of just trying to say, look at the, look at the outcomes. I would say that it probably goes back to, um, uh, evolutionary biology. Like we humans are generally a, um, uh, a monogamous, we have monogamous societies because that's what results in the most stable societies. Uh, if you have, some men taking all the women that that leaves a lot of unhappy men and that is grounds for violence, right? That's that's not going to end up in a good place. Yeah. Um, if you have equally distributed relationships where each man has one woman, that's going to make for the most stable society. Not to mention it makes for the best environment to raise children, which you know is what progresses the human race. So like all things considered... The, the the kind of stable point, the, the the balancing point where you have the least instability is monogamous relationships. Obviously, uh, having monogamous relationships means that you're only having sex within that relationship. And if sex is something special that only happens within that relationship, then these sexual things like taking off your clothes and stuff are, are going to be, they're, they're not going to happen outside of that, that one-on-one sort of thing. Or, or at least in the most stable point, right? Does that make any sense? Uh, it I, does. I don't feel like I made the the most cogent argument there, but I think that's that's kind of the gist of why I think um, you know why promiscuity probably is not not the best thing for everyone.
1: I follow that, and I think there might be something karma esque about this idea that cheaters are the ones they create their own hell. Even if they get away with it, cheaters are the ones who suspect their partners of cheating. They get paranoid. They don't get to enjoy their relationship. uh, And they end up. And so I, I actually think when you're a stripper, that you're either you're exposed to this world of almost cheating or cheating or nebulous gray area cheating so frequently. So, so you think men, you kind of, see the uh, seedy underbelly of men and so you kind of think all men are willing to cheat or will cheat so that would create some jealousy in you and then you yourself are sort of participating in it so there's the guilt or the whatever it is that makes you view everyone as cheaters so you're you're designing a hell for future relationships and even the guy like let's say they pivot away from stripping and say hey sorry i was a stripper in my past life but i've given that up and like I can easily see a man saying, "Hey, I, I'm confident enough, or whatever," you know, like saying, "I'm okay with that." That that was, and it par- partially because it's in the past, so that's really, you know, big. Or and, well, I, I just think they are paying a cost. They're not going, "Woohoo!" Like, mm-hmm. I'm so glad you stripped. Like, I feel like it's yeah. it the fact that it's always a conversation, whereas like, "Hey, listen, I was a teacher in my past life, or I used to teach." Like, the fact that it's a it needs to be addressed, and I and I think anyone would admit that, that it should be a conversation. Like, and I just think even like the world's most progressive man trying like would just like, you know, might not voice it verbally, but would like be very like, like okay, like um, okay, like, I just think that there's a cost to it, and yeah. I think that it would bother them on some level if they were being intellectually honest.
0: I uh, tend okay. to agree, um, and
1: I. I, don't, I just and maybe that's my limited like maybe there's a man that like actually wouldn't care or take pride in it even but I would also argue that they are if they like liked that their uh wife or girlfriend stripped and liked other men looking I'd say there's something so bastardized about their view of intimacy that like this is like, going to be such a problematic relationship because they are so they're they're dysfunctional in terms of intimacy already. So that, and that's another reason I think so they do strippers will find men that are okay with it but they are already disfun- those men are dysfunctional in terms of intimacy. so you're in the, just you're in this whirlwind of bad relationship. Does that make sense? No
0: that makes total sense and I, I tend uh. to agree with that. Um, let me ask a different question um, kind of pushing at a different moral boundary. So you mentioned earlier, just in passing that the strippers are likely to be young, young women, maybe between 18 and 25. So I want to ask about the, uh, the, the morality of the age the ages involved in stripping. So let let's just imagine for a second that there's no nudity involved. Maybe, you know, it's not a fully nude thing. They wear like swimsuits or something, and there's no alcohol served at the club, is there any reason why there should be a lower age bound on the strip club? <laughs>
1: Such an uncomfortable question. It's extremely um, uncomfortable.
0: I also think there's o- there are obvious answers to it, but I just want to go ahead and get this lower bound out of the way.
1: I just don't think you... S- intentionally sexualize younger women. Like there's nothing good that comes of this uh, regardless of, all right, now you've what? Like put on clothes that would quickly, quickly become like pasties anyway, or like whatever, they're going to test the boundaries or something. But like, or just, just the idea of them sexually, it doesn't matter whether there's a strip of cloth covering the nipple or not. Like like yeah. the point is you're overtly, intentionally sexualizing yourself and saying, this is a space you can come to be horny and like we invite you to sexualize us for transactions. So I don't care about the cloth or the alcohol or the all the added, you know, the lasers or whatever. None of that is that. It's really not what we're talking about, you right. know. So okay, so, not, so, so like, why I just can't,
0: why is it wrong? Why is it morally inappropriate to sexualize a, an underaged girl? <laughs> Um,
1: well, I guess there's a particular into...
0: answer that I'm waiting for you to say, uh, so that I can move 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 along to the, the next. Am
1: I getting that? I'm like, getting there's there. There's a yeah, power dynamic, it. and they're like they're not able to make the decision. There you fully go. That's, come, what yeah. that's what I was looking yeah. for. that's what I was looking for.
0: Because that's the classic. I mean, that's exactly what you hear when you talk about age of consent laws, yep, statutory yep. rape, and all of that. It's because you know young young girls' brains haven't developed to the point where they can make decisions. Uh, for themselves long term, right? Sexual decisions in particular have the potential to change the entire course of your life going forward and so that's why we have age of consent laws and, and things like that. So for stripping, the reason I'm even asking this question at all is because stripping doesn't come along with, you know, the, the, the traditional negative outcomes of, you know, potential pregnancy or, or whatever. It's not the same as a sexual interaction. Um, you know age of consent stuff um, yeah and if but, it's a
1: good if it's a well run strip club it's reasonably safe even right well here's, here's here's and here's stuff,
0: the but. here's the pointed question that i wanted to ask what what would make a strip club like the one i'm describing different from a middle school or high school cheerleading team
1: <laughs> um I think the expressed purpose of the cheerleading team is to rile the fans up. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) To support the team. Uh, And I think that we've clearly, cheerleaders, if we're being honest, like have moved, like whether, like I'd say culturally we've moved toward uh, the casualization of the sexualization of everybody and mm-hmm. particularly like teens and stuff. So I think when music like, you know, pop culture music and so, and it, obviously this is pre TikTok, but like, you know, as there's all these dances and stuff like, by the way, that's happening. So many popularized TikTok dances have become like the moves that the cheerleaders do. Like, mm-hmm. that's just what's happened by the way. <clears throat> Probably not surprising yeah, to that you. It doesn't surprise um, me. And, And it is obviously sexualized, but it's not, it's express purpose is not to, it's to, I mean, it's to cheer on the team, but that sounds like a a little silly. And, oh, oh, and like throwing them up in the air, I would say it emphasizes the art more Hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. It it does sexualize them, no doubt. Um, And, well, I guess depending on the different cheerleading outfits, I mean, that's even turned into like a whole like, fantasy or whatever genre too so so yeah like look that's why cheerleading is uncomfortable i'm not saying it's not an uncomfortable area uh because it is just like okay they put on like rap or pop music and they move and sway their hips and they look and they like crawl on the floor they do all the like kind of some some of the choreography is a little ridiculous and then we just like clap politely or cheer uh, that's why i
0: ask because if an alien if aliens came to Earth, if they sent their balloons and were spying on us, uh, and observed one of these hypothetical strip clubs that I mentioned, you know, with with you know, fifteen or sixteen year old girls wearing clothes and doing dances, you know, for for an audience, and they observed a football game with you know the same girls dressed in similar clothes doing similar moves, they wouldn't understand the difference, right? And we have one, you know. One group of people would say, you know, situation A is totally reprehensible, disgusting, sexualization of children, and so on. And the same group would say situation B is acceptable and fine because it's just what, what we do You know, I,
1: I just had a thought, too. Imagine it's like there there's choreography with multiple people, but, like, you take OA and if it was just one girl, perhaps, like, the most attractive girl, then all of a sudden that's... Deeply uncomfortable. Now imagine that, they, like, instead of uh, act like, like, like at a football game, they just did it for a talent show contest, and they wore a dress that was same amount of whatever tightness and coverage and stuff. Right. Um, and they just dan- They did the same routine full of little like suggestive TikTok dances. I don't think it would like be approved. I think like they would say, no, you can't do that. Like, you can't go on stage and just yeah. like. Bend over and like wiggle and do all the things. I mean, that's literally so like, yeah, yeah. and that and that would just be so clear. I mean, we're, uh, clear. And uh, so, is but it then you just put it the, in numbers and you know It's it's a it's the it's slow normalized. normalization. Yeah. And like we've we don't know what to do. Uh, but like we've normalized like yoga pants, and it'd be almost strange to actively critique and say, "Oh my god, you can see every inch of their body." And like, that's true. Like, and we just go, yeah, like, like. Like, no one, it, we're past the point, like, you're the weirdo if you were to point out how yoga, how uh, revealing yoga pants are. You just absolutely would be the weirdo, even though you're stating a blunt truth that, like, anyone would recognize in private and nod their head and go, I mean, obviously it's, like, reveals everything. And it's skin tight and all of this. Yeah. And so I think the same thing about, I think this just really applies to cheerleading, that we go, well, I mean obviously but like since we accept it and since they're out there in a group and like yeah whatever like what do you want me to do about it like (laughs) what do you want me to do and so Uh, i think we just toss our hands up and go like wow okay whatever
0: we're at 45 minutes but uh do you mind i've got just a couple of more uh situations that i I want to run by you um so let me just skip to the most my favorite one um how how would the morality of strip clubs be changed If it was a vr strip club where imagine future a future in which vr you know has improved technologically and you can put on your vr headset and visit a strip club or you can put on your vr headset and maybe use motion controls or some goofy stuff and be the stripper right and so you're using some custom avatar in this vr strip club does that how, how substantially does that affect the morality of the situation?
1: The morality? Well, can I just think not morality for a second? So like sure, unattractive sure. people that can move well could now like have access. Like they would, they might be able to gain uh, following or something. Yeah. Assuming, I actually just don't think people would want to watch naked avatars. Uh, so, but let's assume that, that there was a desire there. Um, so right, I, so I, I don't it's think just... you're
0: right. I, I think you're wrong on that one, right? Because like obviously. Porn is a huge and business. Cartoon and there's cartoon porn wow, you sound very knowledgeable about this. <laughs> or whatever, I have no idea. I mean, I don't know what they are. I don't know, but like there are games, uh, video games that are porn okay, focused. Okay, yeah, and I think stuff. I
1: might be wrong too. I was just thinking, like this sounds so stupid. But it does like, sound
0: stupid, but like I mean, okay. there's um, there's bound to be a, a market for it, right? Man, it's interesting
1: because. It seems to me it should not be different, but I feel very different. So this is a good question because I think for some reason I'm going, what? You're like making the motions and like you're revealing a, a digital avatar that you've created or like this doesn't feel like, go for it kind of thing, you know? And and then you can make all these arguments about safety. I think this is the OnlyFans kind of argument, too, is from the safety of your own home and all this. But, like, that's not... This isn't a safety discussion because it is safer. That doesn't address the morality of it. Right. Um, so I think I have to stick to my guns and say, like, if you're inviting people for the express... like Like, the purpose really is to be horny and to get off. Like, I think... If that's your purpose and saying, hey, I'm going to do things with you to get you off, then uh, then you're that you're in the intimacy scenario that is like screwed up, (laughs) you know, if it's Mm -hmm. transactional like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know how to get because that's what you're still doing. Right. Those things still exist. Hey, come here. Transaction. I'll do things. This is designed to get you off. Um, and I will participate in that. I mean, this is almost like phone phone sex or something, you know. Yeah. Like you, don't, you could literally be like writing your dissertation while like like talking to like someone who just and wants to hear you talk dirty, and you just you just go through the motions. Even you just have you happen to have a good voice, but like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Like, are you are you? I mean, I guess your participation feel like. How about this though? Here is the difference: the intimacy on your behalf is significantly less yeah but that gets the same could be true for only fans like if you're doing it on video or in the safety of your own home you feel further and further and further removed from the customer to the point of like
0: here here's kind of i i didn't think about this um in depth uh before before this podcast but there does seem to be a difference in degree, right? OnlyFans, you're exposing your real body. People are seeing what you actually look like. They're seeing your nipples on yeah. OnlyFans. <laughs> and so, you know, when you get in a relationship in the future, whoever you're with, like, that person is only one of 10 million who have seen your nipples, right? So there is an intimacy dilution there. If it's a VR thing and it's an avatar... Like maybe you're in the VR world, you're dancing around as some kind of like, you know, Star Wars Twi'lek, the alien. You know, remember the aliens with the blue uh, head things in Star yeah. Wars? Maybe you're dancing around as that or something, and it's not actually your body. So yeah, there's less, there's less of a dilution of intimacy. But but I think I I think you kind of convinced me that there is still. Your goal is still I'm gonna make the people watching me horny. Like I'm I'm engaging in an interaction, this sort of sexual emotions and sexual dancing and sexual goals that I otherwise wouldn't. So I I, I think it's a difference in degree, but not a difference in kind. Um, yes,
1: that's a good way of putting it. Like basically, the real test for how I feel is would I want Dubnobubalube to do it? All
0: right, I've got one final one final situation that I think. Uh, Presses a slightly different different area. So what if what if this was again a future situation? This is not VR anymore, but you can go to a strip club and now it's very realistic androids, uh, or I guess there would be gynoids, right? Is that I don't right for women anyway? Very sexy, very human motion, uh, female form robots, um, essentially, and they're doing the dancing, um. It, what's okay. the morality of that situation
1: this is interesting cuz you're not exploiting a particular person at all uh for sure um it almost feels this kind of almost maps onto like chat gpt and like well like there there's still the i'm shortcutting the the distaste and respect i have for the shortcut the men are taking that in this scenario, the men are the ones going to the strip clubs. And Mm -hmm. so the men are still culpable for all the same reasons, but like you've.
0: Is it, is it different in kind from a man masturbating while thinking of just some generic, attractive female form? I mean,
1: the, for the affirmative action reasons that you (laughs) listed. Uh, Okay. (laughs) 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 <laughs> like going, going yeah, yeah, yeah. to, okay. and like, and yeah, you're getting yeah. dangerously. I think it's like a, it's very close to, it's like a gateway to potential real cheating. If you were able to like mm-hmm. have sex with this robot. Yeah. This is the like temptation trap. Just, the, temptation yeah, the temptation trap, trap is still there. Like you're just, you're just all, and besides men in the, you're not really cheating. I mean, one of the parts that's frustrating in all of this is there's no humanity in this. This is all yeah. transactional. Yeah. And so men are objectifying women and saying, give me what I want. And here they're objectifying objects, which I guess is more. But they're just like taking shortcuts and like bypass. And, and I think it would just get really dangerous, you know, uh, if.
0: Like grinding gears. Well, and I, I think wiring. it's good.
1: I think the danger of be like if you want a partner and you are single, like, and and, like there is, it is good to have to like, like, say, all right, I want a partner. What what is it going to take? And like, whether it's potential compromise or changing yourself or or whatever or seeking out or being active or or whatever. Like, there's a lot of reasons. You know, like you put yourself out there and say, I want a partner. And if you don't have to say work for that and you could just buy a partner, uh, you know, or, or a machine that you just have sex with that like is smart enough to respond and maybe like do your dishes or something, like, gosh, like we're not, uh, this is bad. Amazing. This is so bad. Uh, I
0: mean, bad. It sounds bad. <laughs> it
1: just sounds really, uh, really bad uh, that you're going to have like,
0: it does sound so highly, many... d- highly dystopian. Yes. Well, but, but, clearly but you're it's telling dystopian. me dystopian. All right, so you're telling me that android strip clubs would still be immoral, but would they be more moral than our current day human strip clubs? Yes, I'm saying So, yes, it would they be are. a it would be a brave step forward for morality if we created android strip clubs. <laughs> uh, brave st- I'd say it's a baby step forward. A baby step forward, <laughs> okay. The robots oh, are coming hey, but for here's our the jobs. Problem too. they're They're coming coming for our our stripper jobs
1: (laughs) (laughs) the novelty factor though like honestly, imagine that protest so look strip clubs do not appeal to me personally and that's what we'll close with is strip clubs don't appeal to me personally because of the power dynamics I suggested and the transactional nature and I feel guilty like look this is a human being in front of me and I'm not treating them as a human and that's gross and the power dynamics that led to them making these decisions I'm not sure that they're like completely autonomous in this like they are kind of like victims of a bigger machine at play and they're trying a shortcut and I feel for them and this is gross and this is absolutely not sexy. Like, right. So all of that is how I feel. Now you've created a novelty strip club, you know, Android, whatever, robot stuff and I'm like, I don't even, like first of all, I'm just curious, like will they actually look like people? So there's a novelty factor independent of getting off and my objections that made me not horny are removed so mm-hmm. i could get there i would go there for the novelty and i'd stay because of the boobaloobies you know? <laughs> the roboobaloobies ro- ro- lo- ro- to- ro- ro- or, or whatever, whatever. roboobaloobies that's a good there's your title right there ro-
0: you're gonna have to, to help me spell it and i will affirmative
1: have, action and roboobaloobies ro- ro-
0: ro- 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 you'll have to or if, if you, you added
1: could- the oobs in there it'd be rub ro- ro- boob- rubub my oh god, you'd have to figure <laughs> that out. Two Ro- boob. Boob. I don't know what it would be. Ro- out. Ro- boob- Boobies.
0: <laughs> I will make that the title, but you just have to tell me the word. <laughs> Not a Robo
1: Boobulubis.
0: Robo that's pretty good actually. Robo Yes, I like
1: it. And on that note, let's uh, Oh, do let's... you want to give Do you want to give your opinion? Like that was my real oh, opinion I... and why I don't oh. like strip clubs, but I also will get excited like I don't have an if I want to go crazy and like let's all go out and be crazy like to me my probably lack of creative self if we're talking about a night out and like yeah like there's an allure that strip clubs have because lasers and boobaloobies but like just as a like it's forbidden and it's a little edgy yeah. um, it's probably why I liked the castle you know right. uh, yeah. back in Florida like it's just like a cool, weird place and uh, like like it was just a weird. I like weird stuff, and that's for me. It's extreme and like out outside of my comfort zone, and so like that sounds exciting. But but honestly, when push comes to shove, I don't want to be in a strip club so.
0: Yeah, so I what love are strip your clubs. Personal I'm, I'm you a love big fan. Just... No, I'm just kidding. No, I. I, I basically, <laughs> How funny
1: would that be if that were like your conclusion? And eh, you know, I like it. Like, I'm, i I'm a big fan. I love Go being on, able to pay money and get them to do what I want. Going later tonight.
0: <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I, yeah, I have, I probably have all the same, uh, moral reservations that you do and, and maybe a few more, um, and yeah, Would not, you and I I'm,
1: go to a strip club just for the, a follow-up podcast, maybe, and just oh kind of like try and talk no. to some strippers no, about no. like, do I they mean, agree with like, do okay. we have a point? Like, get, get, yeah, yeah I like that. very
0: <laughs> interest, very interesting. And I hate the idea, but I understand the merit of the idea. So let's please not do that. But if you really press, if you really press for it, okay, whatever. But like, yeah, I, all the moral. Uh, issues, you know, I still I still hold those, but then you also add in that strip clubs are lo- extremely loud, with dancing and glitter, and you basically have many of my least favorite things. If they serve like pickleback shots at the bar, then like you basically encompass all of my least it's, favorite it's like, things in the like world. And like the
1: quality of guy that's going to be there is probably oh, want to talk about sports. If they oh, tried to God talk gosh. to you, or even. That's weird to me. they are a strip club and a guy's like, "Hey, like, what are you doing?" Like, I don't know why that feels so like I I don't I don't know enough about the culture of strip clubs, but I'd be like, and I also really don't like the idea that people are seriously there because they're horny. I hate like I could only go and sort of a, "Hey, we're being crazy and wild, isn't this weird, this novel experience?" But like the idea of like, uh, like I'm gonna I wanna I wanna see her boobs. Like that's pathetic. (laughs) I mean, it just is. Yeah.
0: So. All, right. All right. It's pathetic. That's what Daniel thinks. That's it's the end. It's pathetic.